Fact, I am a happily married dating coach. Fact, my wife accepts me as I am and loves me unconditionally. Fact, I have a ton of personality flaws that drive her out of her mind. Today, I'm going to discuss those flaws and maybe shed light on how two reasonable people in love can work around seemingly irreconcilable differences. Stick around. My name is Evan Mark Katz. I'm a dating coach for smart, strong, successful women. I'm your personal trainer for love. Welcome to the Love You podcast. Keep listening to discover what my wife doesn't like about me. When we're done, I'll let you know how you can apply to Love You to create a relationship that makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. Here's today's reader question, and this is where this all started. It was a reader question that made me think. Would your wife be willing to offer counsel regarding the top three things that bothered her about you when you were dating? Would she categorize those things as small or big stuff? Can she elaborate on the system she created to address said grievances? So I thought this was unique. I thought it was funny. I figured I would address it head on. My wife is busier than I am, so I had to grab her before she ran out to pick up the kids from school and steal 15 minutes with her to talk and just transcribe whatever she said. And so the question was, what are the three things that drive you craziest about me? And her first response was, wait, only three things? Which I thought was funny. Very funny, honey, haha. But I did take this very seriously and I did not intervene or you know, uh, try to get in the way of her expressing herself. And she took a long pause and in her long pause, she said the following, you're a really great husband, but if I have to list a few things that bother me about you, here is what I'd say. Now, I don't know that these things were readily apparent when we were dating. They're very much a function of where we are in our marriage 14 years in, where I work from home. She's a stay-at-home mom. We talk past each other a lot because we're focused on different things. So I'm not positive this answers the original question about what she was thinking when we were dating, but this is very much about what she thinks about me now. I'm quoting. Everything I say is a direct quote from my wife. You can be condescending. <laughs> There's a face you make when you're trying not to be condescending, but you are. Your eyes go up. All I can do is take a deep breath and leave the room. Sometimes I'll fight back and explain why you're wrong. Maybe 25% of the time I'll engage and 75% I don't. The 25% is when I know I'm right, only to point out that your opinion is not a fact. This is a very fair criticism. I am a professional know-it-all and I am impatient by nature and that is something that I have been dealing with and people who know me have been dealing with for my entire life. I am very glad that my wife disengages 75% of the time because she sees the big picture. He's not a bad guy. He just thinks he's right. Um, what isn't mentioned here is that when I'm mistaken, I always apologize. I think that makes me unique as a husband. I don't double down on mistakes when I'm wrong. I own it. I apologize. It's that sometimes I get things wrong like everybody else, but I own it. Next, when you call my name loudly from your office, I get alarmed that it sounds urgent, but it's not really urgent. Sometimes it's that a light bulb is out or that we're out of doggy treats or dental floss. Also guilty as charged. Now my response is that we work in different rooms of the house. So in order for her to hear me, I call out loudly. I say her name loudly probably the better thing to do would be to get up, walk over to her, tap her on the shoulder and hand her a post-it note or something. Then again, if this is one of her top three problems with me, I kind of think I'm doing okay. Next. 
When you come upstairs and say, I was trying to buy you time when I'm doing a project, it rubs me the wrong way because it implies not using my time well. This is great insight. This is something that I hadn't considered before. It's totally legitimate. It's very specific to our marriage. And it's very passive aggressive, unintentionally passive aggressive behavior on my part. So the most serious issue we have in our marriage is with our difference of opinion on how to manage time, how my wife prioritizes things. When we got married, um, before we got married, I joked I'd be spending one quarter of my life waiting for her. This was not an exaggeration. Uh, thank God I've got a cell phone. So the situation that she's talking about here is that sometimes I stay downstairs for three hours to watch TV, even though it's not what I necessarily want to be doing, but I stay out of her space because she's upstairs spending three hours laying out her jewelry for a week. Right? She'll spend three hours laying out her jewelry to wear for a week. And this is the right thing to do, is to give her space to do whatever she's got to do. And I shouldn't come up and, and act like some sort of hero. I should just shut the fuck up. That's really what it comes down to. And I don't. I try to say, hey, I was buying you time. That's on my little passive aggressive dig at how I don't agree with how she's allocating her time. Didn't even realize I did it. And now I am chastened and I hope to do better. Finally, here's the big complaint. And I alluded to this earlier. It's basically her complaint about me is a reverse of my complaint about her. She is an OCD perfectionist control freak who has to do everything herself, which means everyone is always waiting for her to do everything herself. Her perspective on the situation is this. When I'm running around doing stuff, you get annoyed that we can't leave or we can't have dinner or that you can't help me out, which is unfair because I'm doing all the work and I'm packing the kids or preparing for the barbecue and you just sit there impatient and grumbling. I wish you could find something to do instead of being unhappy at all the time it takes me to do stuff. So this perfect microcosm of the big argument in our marriage John Gottman talks about 70% of relationship discussions are the same discussion. This is our same discussion. And seen through her lens, which is 100% valid, it must be totally annoying to do all the work and then someone have someone complain about anything. Right, the term that's often thrown around, right, especially in gender relations and marriages, is emotional labor. My, my wife carries the emotional labor of trying to think through everything and the meals for the kids and the vet appointment for the dog and the grocery list. And she's carrying a lot on her mind. Uh, and that's a very real thing. I'm in charge of making money. She's in charge of the house. And so I have to defer to her when it comes to matters that involve the house. I'm not a naturally deferential person. So that's always been a challenge. But there is a real issue. Her way of doing things takes at least 50% longer than you'd think it would take for someone to do things. And that's also simultaneously true. And so our conflict comes up anytime there's a big-ish project, right? packing for a trip, planning a party, sending out 250 Christmas cards. Right? Something that might seem to take three hours or four hours ends up taking 15 hours. My wife stays up all night to do it. It's not an exaggeration, right? Five in the morning, pretty routinely, she'll do that. So she spends all night doing something, then she's zonked, and then she says she wants to sleep in. So I have to walk the dog and 
drive my son to school, drive my daughter to school, miss my workout because my wife now has to sleep till 10 and she wakes up really groggy, spends some time getting refreshed, putting on her makeup. Her day starts at noon. Now she's behind the eight ball, has less time to do things, right? And then she has less time to do things. She has less time to connect with me. And then our relationship seems to be at a distance and we wash, rinse and repeat. And this is the pattern. It's just the pattern, right? And it's not her fault that she's this way. And it's not my fault that I'm frustrated that she's this way. It's not her fault that she's frustrated that I'm frustrated with her. This is a cycle and this is every relationship has some sort of cycle. But the only person I can control here is me. I need to take control of this conflict. I have to take ownership of the situation. And so I have to give myself the same advice that I'd give to one of my clients if she was up against the exact same thing and she's dating a man, a good man who has flaws. Ask yourself, assuming this person isn't gonna change, can I accept this behavior for the rest of my life? I don't have to love my wife's time management skills. My wife doesn't have to love my arrogance and impatience. We don't have to love this about each other. But since the good of the relationship so far outweighs the bad, we accept these flaws in each other as best as we can. And as a result, we have this amazing authentic relationship where I can literally ask her what's wrong with me, transcribe it, bring it up for the world to hear, and not worry that any of this is going to hurt our relationship. So what I hope for you is that you find a partner who accepts your flaws the way my wife accepts mine. Now, if you found this to be a struggle and you've never had a man who fully accepted you and took care of you and loved you unconditionally, I invite you to apply to Love You Live. It is my signature coaching course in which I teach you everything you need to know about dating relationships and men, offer two hours of live coaching each week and help you find a man by the end who will love you the way you deserve to be loved. It is a new year. It's time for a fresh start. So please go to www.evanmarkkatz.com forward slash apply, book a free Love You Live breakthrough session, and I will help you find love in the next six months. My name is Evan Mark Katz. Thank you for tuning into the Love You podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please share an honest review on Apple. More reviews equals more awareness of the Love You podcast and more love in the world. And if you have everything except a man and you want to have a happy, healthy relationship, I can help you. In Love You, you will gain confidence, learn to trust your judgment, and find a man who makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. Go to www.evanmarkkatz.com and click to watch my free video. When you're done, you could apply to Love You to join hundreds of other smart, strong, successful women in a coaching community where women like you actually get the love you deserve. I'll see you there.